When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and a chemistry nerd. I'm also a huge fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, and anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day I'm going to share one of my favorite deep cuts with you, so let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. Every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. On this day in 1774, English chemist, philosopher, and revolutionary Joseph Priestley discovered oxygen by oscillating it in a gaseous state. Technically, he may not have been the first to discover it, but he was the first to publish his findings, which means history remembers Joseph Priestley as the man to discover oxygen. So who was Joseph Priestley and what was so significant about his discovery? Let's reverse to find out. The general belief throughout history was that air was one elementary substance rather than what it actually is, a mixture of nitrogen, oxygen, water, carbon dioxide, and many other gases. Early philosophers and scientists believed the material world was built by just four basic elements, earth, fire, water, and air. Fun fact, many ancient cultural texts like India's sacred Hindu literature and Japan's samurai military strategy include a fifth element, ether, void, space, or spirit. If you've seen Nickelodeon's Avatar The Last Airbender, they incorporated this fifth element as the spirit world. Pretty cool. But back to chemistry. By the time the 1700s rolled around, scientists had discovered somewhere around 20 elements. None of them knew how air fit into it, but they knew that air could take many forms. With his discovery of oxygen, Joseph Priestley showed that air was a combination of many smaller elements. Science took off from there, and we now know of 92 naturally occurring elements, some of which make up the air we breathe. So who was Joseph Priestley? Born in 1733, Joseph Priestley was a radical theologian an advocate for religious freedom, a defender of civil rights, and a brilliant scientist and innovator. He invented rubber erasers and carbonated water and has even been called the father of the soft drink. Dissenters were people who didn't believe in the state's enforced religion, which in England at the time was angelicism. Priestley's parents were dissenters from the Church of England. Dissenters were people who didn't believe in the state's enforced religion, which in England at the time was Anglicanism, a form of Christianity. Oddly enough, nearly all dissenters were still Christian believers, just not the state's brand of Christianity. You may not be surprised to learn that many dissenters sailed to America, then known as the 13 Colonies. Their religious beliefs helped shape the American political world that we know today, for both better and worse. Joseph Priestley was extremely talented and intelligent from a young age. He taught himself Latin, Greek, French, Italian, German, math, and philosophy. And as an adult, he made money as a religious but dissenting preacher and teacher. Eventually, he became the paid intellectual companion for a wealthy earl, which is a rank of the British noble class. 
His job was to mine the library, engage in scientific conversation, and tutor the children. This allowed him to focus his spare time on scientific experiments and inventions. By the age of 34, Joseph Priestley was one of England's leading scientists. Then, on August 1st, 1774, he made the discovery he would be truly remembered for. While he was burning a specific type of powder in a sealed jar, he noticed that the air produced from the reaction was basically extra good air, or as he said, five or six times as good as common air. What did he mean by good? He meant that it could keep a mouse alive four times as long as regular air, and a flame would burn exceptionally long and bright. Then he tried breathing it himself. Here's how he describes the effects. The feeling of it in my lungs was not sensibly different from that of common air, but I fancied that my breast felt peculiarly light and easy for some time afterwards. Who can tell? But that in time, this pure air may become a fashionable article in luxury. Hitherto, only two mice and myself have had the privilege of breathing it. I'd say he successfully predicted the oxygen bars that became popular in the 1990s and mid-2000s. Breathing in purified oxygen has been shown to be fairly ineffective for leisure use, but athletes use oxygen to help them recover during and after a performance. While two other scientists at the time were conducting similar experiments to discover oxygen, Priestley published first. Let that be a lesson to all scientists, always publish first. In the end, Priestley's discovery helped push the scientific community forward. Eventually, though, his radical theological and political beliefs drove him out of England. He believed in expansive civil rights and religious freedoms. He supported both the French and American revolutions and their ideas of democracy and individual rights. And for these appallingly liberal and progressive thoughts, his family was frequently attacked. And he finally left England in 1794 and moved to America. After moving to America, he and his wife settled in rural Pennsylvania and helped start the Unitarian Church in America, which was an open-minded Christian religious group that welcomed people to question traditional theology. By the time of his death, Priestley had discovered numerous new substances, been a part of every scientific society in the West, created multiple inventions, begun a new branch of progressive religion, and fought for liberal civil rights and religious tolerance. Plus, we have him to thank whenever we crack open a can of anything fizzy. Now, let's talk about music. On August 1st, 1981, the American cable channel MTV launched a minute after midnight with the words, Ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. The first music video they played was Video Killed the Radio Star by The Buggles. It was a chart topper at the time in the UK, though hadn't quite risen to the same popularity in the United States. The video was seen in 2.1 million homes during its first day on the air. Occasionally, the screen would go back, to black as MTV staff literally switched out the VHS tape. MTV changed the game for music, paving the way for international acts to get more recognition and leading to a spike in sales of music that wasn't yet getting played on the radio. On February 27th, 2000, MTV played their millionth video and chose Video Killed the Radio Star. And now for today's final segment, I'll be going into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on an August 1st in my life. I'm really hoping that there's something more exciting in here because I feel like July was kind of a little bit of a rough month recalling memories because usually I do the exact same thing, hang out with my family. And I don't often take a lot of photos of that, even though I think I definitely should. On August 1st, 2018, I played my very first show as MXM Tune. I was the opening act for two friends at the time, and I was insanely nervous. I played at the Moroccan Lounge in LA, and I had my entire family there. 
I had friends who drove all the way from the Bay Area, and I was so, so nervous. I remember messing up on stage. I forgot like half of Temporary Nothing when I was singing it, um, but it was fun. I had a great time, and I think that was the best part about it was that it, it wasn't perfect. I just went there. I had a great time, and it was my very first live show that I ever played. Thanks for going back in time with me, and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Come back tomorrow for more stories from the past. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365.